Welcome to Men Are Nuts, a podcast about mental health, emotional health, physical health and psychological health in men and society. This is Men Are Nuts. First, it started with MAN, the acronym M-A-N, for Men Are Nuts. And we have a very special guest on the show for you today. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Louise Sham. I am a holistic practitioner specializing in herbal medicine and cranial psychotherapy. And I'm currently based in Barbados. What? So you're in Barbados at the moment. And what's Barbados like there? What's it like there? What's it like? It's horrible. It's, um, <laughs> it's lovely. It's uh, very peaceful. Yeah. Um, it is obviously very sunny amazing food organic fruit and vegetables available all over the place it's just yeah it's it's pretty good right now right okay so you you've have you, are you from barbados and have you lived there for you know where where have you where are you from so i, I grew up in england um but i moved out here last june yeah um so it's still quite fresh, it's still quite new, but it feels like I've been here for for ages. Yeah. So how you how are you finding the 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 culture, you know, in terms of the what, you know, the culture and everything that you know, what how is obviously a complete change from living in the UK. How how are you finding it? Mm-hmm. Um it actually reminds me when I come to Barbados of parts of northern England right. where people are very friendly not saying that people in london aren't friendly um, yeah, yeah. there's just a, a culture of community um so i love you know walking from my house to maybe the bus stop and saying good morning to people good evening good afternoon good night it's that it's that thing of being seen and seeing people and, and feeling that sense of community i love um that you don't always in london yeah. you know you yeah. kind of you walk with your head down, you don't really say anything to people, you don't look at people. So you can go about your day feeling quite invisible. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, and um, it's the complete opposite here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting you hear your, your, your take on it. And so, in a sense, what, what brought you over there? Was it, was it work? You know, in terms of the work that you're doing, what, what, what was it that brought you there? Yeah, so a combination of things. It's wanting to have new experiences. Um, food is <laughs> a big factor. Um, and just, yeah, just to have a new experience, to be somewhere different where I could see how my practice would grow um, and just learn new things. Yeah. Why, why yeah. Barbados then? Why, what, was it just stick a pin in the map or what, why Barbados? No, so I do have, my mum is from Barbados um, and I've got a lot of family up here. So it was, it was kind of good to know that I would have some foundation here. I'd have some support system here. Um, Obviously still developing with with people, with new people that I meet as well. But it was good to know that I would have support that I could, I could lean on um, coming out here by myself. So yeah, so so that was part of it. So do you associate, in a sense, that um, your life in England or London, as I say, because everyone seems to, I mean, London seems to be a place on its own in terms of England, 
Um, <coughs> do you do you um, put that down to a lot to do with your own sort of sense of mental health and and wanting to try you know try something different and be somewhere like you said where it maybe you get more smiles or you get people talking to you what yeah what was what's your thoughts behind that? absolutely yeah absolutely so it was being in a place where like like i said where you have that sense of community you have that um that feeling of togetherness i don't know if that's the right word to use um and then just wanting to explore things like organic farming organic um fruits and vegetables and as a herbalist wanting to learn more about other types of of herbs because when i was training so i'm a western medical herbalist and most of the herbs that we used were western herbs a few ayurvedic herbs um some chinese herbs but there wasn't really any focus on herbs from the caribbean or african herbs so if i could have that experience here and start to learn about um local herbs how they're used or how they were used which is, is something that I've, I've started to learn about even here things have come out of popularity yeah. um, so things that are grown outside people's front doors aren't necessarily used as they were 40 years ago so it's being able to relearn or learn about that history about that culture um, and just, yeah, trying to live a slightly more healthier way yeah. uh, or be in a slightly more healthy environment as well. Yeah. So you found, you found basically what you're, in a sense then, you've found that to get a sense of well-being and, and yes, it's a different culture, but your parents from there and to get that different sense of well-being for yourself and that mental health and kind of mm-hmm. coming out of... Because, you know, London is, I mean, people will say London is a a nice place and and things like that. But in terms of the difference in, the difference between, like you say, London and the North or London or England and somewhere else, um, it's it's about your well-being then and and also your mental... It is, and it's... And that's not to say that you can't find well-being and mental health in London or yeah, in exactly. any part of England. Yeah. Um, it is an internal thing, but for me, it was wanting to explore somewhere else, wanting to um, experience another culture. Yeah. So, um, so are you enjoying and another now? climate? Are you in, yeah, climate, the climate, because <laughs> yeah, because when when we know that climates as well can also affect um, people's. Um, um, well-being, um, being like you say, being in a Absolutely. somewhere where it's sunny, um, quite sunny, um, most year round, um, tropical, and also like you say, seeing more of nature as it as you were. So, yeah, and I mean, I I actually love the seasons in England. I love to see that change. Yeah. Um, the colours of autumn, I love that, but at the same time it's hard (laughs) so when i would go running in england that day or the the next day my joints my knee my knees would be really sore because of the cold and because of the damp i don't get that here yeah i don't get it at all um so it's just small things like that that you start you start to notice and think well 
I need that balance. I need. Yeah. I need the climate. I need this climate. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting you say that as well because um, uh, my my parents, my my mum's from Jamaica, and she's and quite often you know friends and people who've, who've kind of grown up from the Caribbean, from Jamaica, Barbados, or um, you know from different islands, they've always said that when they when they're living in England, in a sense, they when they've had say come to the age of having arthritis or had arthritis or whatever, when they go back to the um, to to the country, Jamaica, or wherever it is, they don't. They don't seem to feel it as much, maybe because of the sun, maybe the type of food, um, like you say, the herbs exactly. and all that sort of stuff. And it, then, if, then they seem to enjoy themselves more on, you know, when they've gone abroad and gone gone on holiday. Um, so let's talk about yeah. so let's talk about what what you'll find. You know, you've you've not gone there long, not been there long. What what, what have you found to do anything to do with mental health? there and, and the island and the people and uh, you know like you say it's, it's quiet and it's relaxing what, what are you finding there um in terms of support for mental health yes yeah, support for mental health and there's um, and anything affecting the people yeah so there are quite a few organizations and groups that are working um towards support for mental health, for physical health as well. Yeah. So problems that are affecting people here quite a lot are things like diabetes. Yeah. Um, well, this is known as the amputee island right. uh, because there are so many amputations due to diabetes. Yeah. Things like um, heart disease is also very big over here. Um, so there are organisations and groups that are working towards kind of prevention um another thing that's quite scary in a sense over here the rates of heart disease and obesity in children um so we're seeing children that with adult diseases if you want to call it that at very young ages um and it's very scary and and it's it's become a problem for the whole society if you look at it like that if you start to see children with adult diseases we're, we're in danger um, so they're, they're, there is a lot of work happening now with people going into schools and trying to work on prevention with things like diet um, exercise and working with children on that level because they will respond really quickly if they have the right motivation and they have the right knowledge being fed to them yeah. um, so hopefully that that won't be too much of an issue coming in in the years to come. Um, mental health is still a big issue here because it's, it's in some parts is slightly taboo. Um, it's not always recognised as mental illness. Um, so there has there is some work as well around how mental health is discussed and how people are are treated yeah. how they're kind of seen in society with with mental problems yeah. yeah and and but also also as well is that is we often separate mental health with physical health so you know in terms of diet and things like that so when you when we mention things when you mention things mm. like going into schools 
people going to schools and it's about educating um, children um, about the, 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 the diet in a sense that, that has an impact on because on, the diet will have an impact on the mental health um, so what, where does where, where, where do you see yourself and your what your, your role or your job in terms of what you're doing how do you see that fitting in in terms of what you're doing in society and, and have you got, had many clients or what's, what's your role um, so my thing at the moment is to be of service. So that may come in different forms. Yeah. Um, so I offer my treatment, the craniosacral therapy, mainly at the moment, and the herbal medicine as well, um, which is being well received. So the Reiki Association, which is here, the Barbados Reiki Association, is quite well founded here. So people are quite familiar with energy work. Um, when I start to talk about craniosacral therapy, people don't kind of look at me like I'm crazy. It's yeah. quite easy to to get into conversation about what I do, um, which is good. Um, but it's just it's just kind of speaking with people and seeing what's needed, seeing where I'm needed if I am needed. Um, and I also offer things like free meditation sessions. Um, throughout the month as well so it's it's I'm learning just as much of where I need to be what I need to be doing right now yeah. as, as I am offering things yeah. so it's um, yeah it's been a really good experience so for the listeners out there and you know you've you've, sent, you've said um, your title in terms of what your is it cranial you know what, the title you've given can you explain to people what that is and, and you know what what that entails for you in terms of meeting get, you know, getting out there getting your work out there sure so craniosacral therapy um it was born out of osteopathy it's a bodywork treatment it's very very gentle and it's referring to cranio as in the, the head and sacral the sacrum um, and it's essentially working with the craniosacral system of the body. So that's the cerebral spinal fluid. And it also brings in the nervous system. But essentially, it's working with the whole person. And what the practitioner does um, is to kind of tune into the, the person's system, to their body, and see where there are possible blockages, um, tensions, twists, and working with their system to help to un wind or to release these tensions and help the cerebral spinal fluid to flow through the body as it should. Um, so this can be useful for physical, mental, emotional issues and it treats a wide wide range of things um, and is useful from birth up until we call seasoned individuals. But I love it. It's it's a really really powerful treatment, and it's it can be life changing for some people. Yeah. So do you combine? It really with... can because it's about that power of touch. Right. So do you combine that with when you when you have clients? Do you combine that with um, even things like the food, the diet, and all that sort of stuff? And if depending on what what the, the issue is with that person 
You can do, yes. So with, sometimes with some herbal clients, you can combine the two and it gives you another level of diagnosis in a way or mm. observing that individual. Um, so sometimes you can combine it, especially if there are maybe things dealing with stress. Um, so stress and digestion or stress and difficulties with digestion, um, which you might pick up on a physical level with craniosacral and then you can advise or suggest, recommend um, some herbal products for um, supporting the digestive system as well. So it's, it's good to do the combination of things because, you know, with holistic practices, that's what it's about. It's not about one thing is going to fix everything. We're looking at things on a, on a, a basis where it's, you know, mental, emotional, physical, um, and we want to bring in a combination of things to support the body. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely definitely some really good overlaps. Yeah. So are you finding then that um, you you know you, you spoke about you know, not people diabetes and amputees and are you finding that there's a lot you're getting a lot of you know quite a few people coming to you with a, a various range of um, ailments and, and and things like that. I am, yeah. So it's not necessarily just about um, cardiovascular disease. It, there is a range of of things. It can include things like pain, um, which is is quite a common thing to see in practice. It's, it's dealing with and coping with pain. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a range of range of things. Yeah. Um, and it's it's how it affects people. Mostly, it's how it's affecting people emotionally and mentally like you know we said we you may see the physical representation or presentation but it's how do we live with this thing that's affecting our body it's how do we sleep it's how do we you know how do we interact with our loved ones how do we see the world when this thing is causing us pain or affecting us every single day it's how do we live um yeah. Yeah. So you're, so you you you've gone there. You set you you have you you must you obviously you've done research before that you've gone there set up and it's been going quite well. Um, what would what let's just say, um, what is, let's just say you had one patient. Let's just say you had a patient today, a patient. I say a, a client today. Um, what would be the process to come and see you? Is it is it an initial talk or? just to, to, so you get to know, are you finding that people uh, are kind of a bit un, untrusting or what, what, what is the process like? Um, so for a cranial sacral client, for example, um, you'd come into the treatment space. Um, I would take a full case history. So that could include why the person's come to see me, their past medical history, so any surgeries, illnesses, accidents, dental work. Um, And then that normally takes about 10, 15 minutes, depending on the person. Um, And then we'll do the treatment. So with craniosacral therapy, you're fully clothed. Um, And you lie on a treatment couch. And I make contact, very, very gentle as it's, almost like a butterfly contact that pressure um so it might be at the feet 
the back, the torso, the neck or the head. Um, and that's it. It can, if you're watching somebody give a craniosacral therapy session, it might look quite boring because you're not actually moving that much. Um, but there is a great deal happening during the session. So the person having the treatment might feel, you know, twists or turns or twinges. Um, there might be some emotional releases, which can sometimes happen in sessions. So you might have like laughing or crying. Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult to say what's going to happen in a session because it can change, or it will change each time. No session is, is ever really the same. Um, it can be very relaxing. It can be invigorating. Um, you may fall asleep, which is always good. Um, and then what's, what happens or tends to happen is things progress. So as the system kind of adjusts and readjusts itself, you may find that a week later, something might shift. So it might be a physical shift, as in a pain releases. It can be emotional shifts or mental shifts that happen. So you might find, you know, maybe the courage to speak up about something that you didn't feel strong enough to do before um, or to explore something that you hadn't felt ready to explore before. So it's, it's... yeah, it's really powerful stuff. <laughs> right. All right. So, um, do do you have people once that shift occurs? Do you have people? You do. Do you have? Is it like a a one-time fix-all, or is it? Do they, do you have repeat? Do you put people to, so they come back on a regular basis? What, what actually? Or does it vary from person to person? It varies. So, some people may need a session once a week, and then maybe every other week and then once a month um some people so i i like to get mot sessions for myself um so i might get have sessions once every three months once a month depending what's happening um it really depends on the person and for me as a practitioner it's probably not a good thing to say but i don't want to see my patients (laughs) that often because it means that something's not right particularly if it's herbal medicine we differ from say some gps or some doctors because it's not our aim to keep you on something for the rest of your life yeah you shouldn't be we want to see you get better yeah Yeah, we want to see i mean yeah you might be on you know some immune stuff now and again or but it's not my aim to see you all the time As, as lovely as you might be I want to see you get better and that may mean that I don't see you um, so it's, it is a, an interesting space to be in but it's, it's really down to the, the individual of how often they want to come um, and you'll, you'll get a sense of when you need to come and see me particularly for craniosacral therapy you'll know um, because your body will tell you and and that's what it's about. It's about self-empowering people to, in their own health and their own wellness journey. It's not about me dictating to you yeah. what you should feel or when you should you should have this thing. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting yeah, process. Very interesting. And so with that then, so 
you know, you've, you've, you've gone to Barbados, you, you, you're doing this practice. Have you found there's a, there's a, con, there's a, you know, a contrast or men and women? And have you found that mm. one is coming to you more than the other or, you know, what's, the, what's that like been for you? Um, here, yeah. it's more women so far. In the UK, it was a mix. It was a mix. Um, that's not to say that men here aren't open to it. Yeah. Um, but it's just however the cards have fallen, it's just it's just been that more women have come to see me. Um, but yeah, I think men are definitely open to holistic practices. You know, there are, I've spoken with other practitioners who are massage therapists and they have um, male clients yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I, I think it's just a, how circumstances are right now yeah definitely and, and we you know, bef- you know, before we go what would you say to, to, to people out there that may be going through things whether it's Barbados whether it's around the world and in, in relation to your your practice and, and getting an alternative medicine what would you say? Um, I would say definitely speak with somebody. Uh, if you're looking to get into holistic practices, do your research. Get referrals if you can. So get recommendations from people. That's always useful. Speak with a practitioner beforehand. So... Um, if you can give them a call or WhatsApp call and just speak with them and see how you feel about them because the session is about you, whatever the session is, it's about you more than it is about them. So you need to feel comfortable with them in your journey and throughout that journey. So if it gets to a point during a session where something doesn't feel right, you should feel comfortable to say, I don't like that or I need more pressure on my shoulders you shouldn't feel like they're telling you how to heal um, which is a really big thing that I you know I have to, I had to work through on my own wellness journey and becoming a practitioner it's it's about the patient so you need to feel really comfortable with whoever it is that you're working with um, so yeah definitely give them a call if you can beforehand and just make sure that it's it's what you want and just experiment it's not not necessarily going to be um one size fits all you can try different things and, and see how it works but definitely try something yeah. yeah so yeah thank you you know i'd like to say thank you for coming on and, and speaking about it all you know all the way in barbados i can i sure i can hear the birds cheeping um is it birds <laughs> yeah. yeah i can hear the birds behind you and um, yeah uh, you, you know it's, it's what, you know, what time is it then? Is it is it quite sunny there at the moment? It is, so it's just gone 11 o'clock. So, um, it's yeah, it's, it's quite hot right now. And, yeah, and I actually live behind the gully, so there's a lot of birds and yeah. monkeys yeah. <laughs> nearby. So, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. pretty good. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's been great talking to you and... Um, you know, um, you know Thank you. I hope your pra- practice grows and grows um, and more people um, come to you and, and particularly, like you said, more men start to come to you and, and open up to, to, to your practice. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm 
definitely for I'm definitely for um, um, holistic therapies and 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 you know you know when I look at things like the NHS not the NHS but you know in terms of the pharmaceutical industry and like you said about keeping people on mm-hmm. you know that's that's not me I'm I'm totally with what you're talking about there and and, and therapies and 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 just natural healing um, natural remedies mm. natural healing herbs. Um, that's what that's where my brain is I don't I don't take tablets um, and, I, and I try you know, I've, you know I'm a vegan so a lot of the things that you're you're talking about they kind of sit well with me in terms of um, how I see that as hu- we as humans that's not to say like you say it's not that's not to say that you know if yeah, it's, it's going to be if you're going to go to um, if you're going to go to doctors and you, you, there's something severely wrong with you and you need to have this thing, then all, all power. But in terms of, of course, yeah. day-to-day things, you know, if you're going to, if you've got a headache, drink plenty of water. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to have a drink, you know, even just now with this um, thing to do with vitamin C and, and the, the virus, I've, I've just boiled some garlic, um, some, a piece of garlic and lemon. And pour it in the water with with, with, uh, yeah. with with honey to try and keep boost boost the immune system. So really, it's about that. And we kind of, I think, you know, in terms of even though some of the things that are happening to us, you know, in terms of the West Indies and and like you say the, the diabetes, um, there's a lot of natural remedies to be had. And, you know, my mum knows quite a few of them. Um, you know, boiling rosemary or thyme in some herbs in in water. And garlic to to help your throat. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, so you know, all power to you. And you know, I hope you, you know, I'd like to see some if you if you create a book or something like that. Um, you know, some sort of um, book or some some holistic book. Then I'll be I'll be definitely I'll be definitely the first one there. Thank you very much. Yeah. So thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you. Thanks for coming on and enjoy Barbados. I will. Whoa, I'm hey. going to Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and see you again. This was Thank Men you. Take us. care.